Cougar Post-Match Live continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back to Dorrance Field here in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Rachel Manning-Jorgensen with me. Greg Rubel here at Dorrance Field. North Carolina is a 2-0 winner over the BYU Cougars. Let's get you uh, some post-game stats in this one. And uh, not surprisingly, the stats heavily favoring the home side. North Carolina ends up out shooting BYU 26-6. And courtesy of BYU Women's Soccer Sports Information Director Brenna Seaman back home in Provo, this note, last year, the 2021 season, the most shots BYU allowed in any regular season or postseason game was 20 by USC. And tonight, although this game does not count, uh, North Carolina put 26 shots against the BYU defense. 26-6 was the shot tally. The shots on goal mark was 11-3. Fouls only six committed. Only six whistled by the referee tonight in 90 minutes of play. Five against BYU and one against North Carolina. Corner kicks heavily in the Tar Heels' favor, 10-2. And all nine offsides flags were raised against North Carolina, indicative of the flow of play tonight. North Carolina was threatening throughout and certainly well worthy of the 2-0 decision. Goals for North Carolina coming in the 13th minute. Sam Meza setting up Tori Della Peruta. And then in the 48th minute, early in half number two, off a corner kick coming from the right side. A loose ball bouncing around the goal box area. And the finish by Avery Patterson to make it 2-0. And that did it in terms of scoring tonight. BYU, it's three shots on goal. All come from true freshman Allie Fryer off the bench with two and Sierra Pennock off the bench with one. So the Cougars did not get a shot on goal from any starter tonight. That's among the stats of note on this evening. No shots on goal from the starters for BYU this evening. BYU had six shots, on six shots, three on goal. They go three shots, two on net from Fryer. One shot, it was on goal from Pennock. Uh, one shot from Peterson. And a one shot from Shepard. Neither was on frame. But that comes with a bit of an asterisk because the Peterson and Shepard shots were both off the crossbar. And that came with the game 2 nothing. And so as soon as the game went to 2-0, BYU had two really good looks from distance, both from around 20 yards. And it was Peterson and then Shepard rocketing balls off the woodwork. They don't count as shots on goal on a night where BYU put out six shots and three on frame. Well, Rachel Manning-Jorgensen, your thoughts on the 90 minutes of soccer from BYU to get this season underway? Not officially underway as it is an exhibition game, doesn't count, but uh, it gives BYU a pretty good idea of where they'll have to go uh, to improve as a team to compete with some of the best of the best because North Carolina uh, is one of those kinds of programs. Yeah, I think it, it's definitely a learning experience for BYU, this game that they played. They, they're returning still a lot of starters, and they have a lot of experience out there, and they should still be confident in, in, in the team that they've created right now. That There's some freshmen that came out today that I think did a pretty good job of, of creating some opportunities and, and I think stepping out a little bit more confident, um, especially after getting some of those shots off. It's it's hard with North Carolina. I mean, all of their, it felt like line changes for some of the game, but they had so many substitutes that they would come in and the, the speed of play would just remain the same. The tempo would remain the same. It would even get better with some of those substitutes. So it was just kind of relentless for North Carolina in the attack and in all of those transition opportunities. So BYU has a lot to learn for sure, but they still, I think, um, we'll do a great job moving forward and, and we'll prepare for Fullerton and, and just kind of take this as a learning experience and see what they can do better. So safe to say, Rach, we like to play the true freshmen uh, out there tonight. Uh, in particular, uh, Fryer 
and uh, and and uh, and Aaron Pannock, Aaron Bailey came in, had a little burst there, and the redshirt freshman Ruby Halatic. Uh, they all looked uh, all looked pretty good for youngsters. Yeah, I, I think part of that too is they've been around the program um, in the spring. They they came out early to to play. They graduated early, so they've been with the team for what seems like a better part of this year. And, and, and you know, with summer camps with soccer as well, they're out training with the team, so they've definitely been around. And and those early morning scrimmages, you know, that those are all helpful too to get experience with the players and and to get comfortable with the team. So I'm I'm proud of them for coming out and uh, just being confident out there and, and trying to boost the team up as much as they could. I'd like to also identify the play of Savannah Mason uh, as a high spot tonight. She, she looked at 26 shots, including 11 on frame, uh, made uh, a number of saves uh, that uh, you know required her to look sharp out there in her first career start. Not Although a counter, it does count as a start for her in terms of going a full 90 minutes. And in contrast to North Carolina, where they go three keepers, 30 minutes apiece, Jen plays uh, Savannah all 90 out there. I thought Savannah looked pretty good. Yeah, not only that, but I feel like just her basic distribution was good out there. She was confident out there and distributing the ball and finding her defenders. And, and she used her voice a lot out there as well to kind of, um, you know, dictate where the defenders needed to be going and helping to organize, which is key back there for the keepers to just help organize the team and kind of boost them up when they could. I want to get one last note from you, Rach. Uh, the fact that Jen starts a true freshman at center back, Center back is such an integral part uh, of any team's defensive game plan. And uh, if she were healthy, fully healthy, Natalie Wells likely occupies or has a shot to occupy that center back spot. She's not quite there. So Jen turns to the the rookie, uh, Izzy Stratton. And that's a lot of pressure coming into North Carolina as a true freshman. How do you think Izzy did at center back tonight? I think she did it. I I mean, she did a great job out there. There were a lot of opportunities that North Carolina, with, with those offsides calls with North Carolina, it's because so much of their play, they were looking for those through balls. And Izzy did a great job back there just staying with those 1v1 matchups and, and covering for her other defenders in Lava and, you know, Liv Smith and Petey and some of the others that got some time out there as well. But she did a great job organizing back there and, and really matching up with those 1v1 opportunities, which is impressive. Okay, only 25 players on this year's roster, so relatively low in numbers. Uh, and they were still down three beyond that. Uh, Tara Warner. Uh, was not able to play tonight. Natalie Wells, we just talked about not able to play tonight. And Avery Frischneck, also not cleared. So those are three that were not available. Abby Cotter is still being worked in. She saw a little bit of time tonight. So this squad is not yet full speed. We could see some changes in the starting 11 as BYU gets players back to full health as the season truly gets underway. And it will get underway against Cal State Fullerton on Thursday night at the Titan Stadium. So the regular season opener at Fullerton, and we will have that for you on the radio. We'll see what video stream plans will be in place. Certainly, once we get into the regular season, you'll see a lot more video streaming and or live broadcasts. When you have those situations, we invite you to watch the video, turn down the sound, and sync up with the radio call. So maybe you get the best of both worlds. If you're a big-time BYU fan, we'll try and give you a great call on the radio side and match it up with your uh, with your video feed on that evening. We'll take a break for now. We'll come back with uh, more, including a, head, a conversation with head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Our final score here at North Carolina is the Tar Heels 2 and BYU no score with goals coming in the 13th and the 48th minutes. North Carolina is a shutout winner over the Cougs. We'll take a break, and Jennifer Rockwood will join us after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
All right, so welcome back to Dorrance Field here in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. The home side, North Carolina 2, BYU 0 is our final in both teams' exhibition finales. North Carolina defeats VCU and BYU in their two exhibition contests. BYU's lone intercollegiate game was tonight, and the Cougs will open the regular season Thursday at Cal State Fullerton. BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood now joining me in our Zions Bank post-match interview, brought to you by Zions Bank. For big-time banking with a home team feel, Zions Bank is for you. Coach Rock, with thoughts on uh, on what you got out of North Carolina here tonight? Yeah, well, I thought we had our hands full, a little more than what we had planned on. Um, obviously, coming out here and, and challenging ourselves against a team like uh, North Carolina at home was a certainly a, a challenge, for sure. And um, But we just, you know, I don't feel like we raised the, rose to the occasion. I thought we uh, seemed a little slow um, and a little... Uh, for some reason, we didn't have any any confidence out there, it feels like. And, you know, we knew what Caroline was going to do. I mean, they're a very high-pressure team. In fact, that's something that we try and do. And um, we just didn't handle the pressure very well. And we kind of got in behind. And, you know, this group hasn't been behind in a lot of games. And so I think that's something we can take from it is – is learning from this good situation where we didn't play our best and we kind of, you know, had our hands full defensively. We didn't get to attack very much. I don't think our two forwards had a shot all night. Um, And so, you know, lots of good lessons for us to learn and uh, we know where we need to go now. And, um, you know, like I said, we could have gone and and maybe played an easier team, but we came out to really challenge ourselves to see what we needed to work on. And I think we found a few things. You, you, you sometimes expect to see a 3-5-2 from an Anson Dorrance team. Maybe a little different look maybe than, than that tonight to, to get things going for them. Yeah, and, but I think I think it was their high pressure. Um, you know, again, that's kind of what we do. The Anson's one of the few teams uh, that does the high pressure. Mm-hmm. And um, and we just really weren't able to settle down and connect. And, and it seems like that high pressure really, you know, threw us off a little bit. And, and we just couldn't connect. We, we were you know, moving a little bit slower, and, and it was hard for us to really find any sort of possession in our own attacking half, which is something that we're typically really good. They, they were able to come at us so that we, our outside backs weren't able to kind of get involved. Um, but, the, you know, there were some great performances. I thought uh, Davi and, and Izzy held really strong as center backs. They, they were busy all night long defending, and again, we typically haven't had to defend that much over the course of the last two years. And, um, and to see, you know, what they were able to do, it's just, again, it's, it's something for us that we haven't seen we haven't been put under that kind of pressure in a while. And I think that's good for us to kind of refocus, regroup, and, and really work towards maybe we have another chance of playing them down the road. You mentioned no shots from the, uh, the starting forwards. Uh, no shots on goal from anyone in the starting 11 tonight. Mm-hmm. That's very atypical. Yeah, that's what I said. We had our hands full tonight, and we did a lot of chasing, and we just really weren't able to settle down and, and play a possession game like we want to do. And we just got a little bit rattled and, and couldn't kind of recover from that. So, again, it's, a, it's something we haven't seen in a while. We need to see these things nice and early in the season to correct it, to figure out how we can move past it. If something doesn't go right, we kind of gave up a silly goal. That first goal was something that we shouldn't have allowed. you know. And, and we got to be able to bounce back from those uh, situations. And so, again... I think this is a huge step for us in, in the progress and preparation for the for our future. Miss uh, some positives. You already talked about the center backs, which include a true freshman in Izzy, Izzy Stratton. So she's paired up with a veteran in, in Lava, but Izzy goes out there and her first look at an outside team as a true rookie. Mm-hmm. I thought she uh, she really held her own. I thought she was phenomenal. I thought her and and Lava did a really good job. Like I said, their hands were were full. Um, I thought Sav made a couple really nice saves. So you know, for her first true start um, as a as a player, um, I, those three I think really held the fort down. I think it, it could have gotten a little worse if if they had to have been back there. So, again, you know, 
kudos to, to UNC for sure and Anson and, and everything that he does. Uh, you know, good lessons for us for sure. I was going to go to Savannah Mason next. And, and beyond the reaction time and the nice save she made, how do you think she did in kind of controlling her area, including distribution tonight? Yeah, I, I think she did a great job. I mean, most importantly, we need to keep her the ball out of the net. And I thought that she did a really good job of that. The goals that were scored, she didn't really have any chance on. One was off a silly corner kick. I mean, both the goals that we gave up were just silly mistakes that, that we shouldn't have allowed. Um, and I guess that's something that's a little bit frustrating to we gave up uh, several corner kicks that, that we didn't need to so um, you know I think her distribution was good I think it can be a little bit quicker I think everything for us was just a slower tonight than than it needed to be obviously the grass played a lot faster than what we train on and so we've got to be able to get used to that sort of thing uh, but the balls just bounced around on us a lot and that kind of threw off our rhythm and our confidence and, and just our timing and everything that we do so center backs, we like. The keeper, we thought, did really well. The other mm-hmm. thing I want to hit on before we leave with you is the true freshman. Uh, you had three shots on goal tonight. They all came from rookies. Uh, Sierra Pennock with one mm-hmm. and Allie Fryer with a couple. I thought late first half, um, Allie and Sierra, Ruby Halatic, a redshirt freshman, kind of gave you a shot in the arm late in the first half, mm-hmm. looked good late in the first half. And, yep. and you gave those true freshmen some meaningful minutes tonight. And uh, yeah. I, I think you say way to go. Yeah, I mean, Ellie's, Ellie's been a big player for us. And uh, she's so athletic and she's super feisty. Love yeah. that about her. She's a true competitor, you know. But but of, the, of those shots, we didn't get any shots in the box. And like I said, you'd have to probably go back two seasons for us to not have got any, any looks inside our opponent's penalty box. So, again, uh, Carolina just kind of took it to us and really really unbalanced us and unsettled us. And again, that's what we try to do our opponents. So it's, you know, I get, I, I think it's a good thing. We had it, we had it pushed on us and now we've got to be able to adjust to, to, to learn a lot from. And, and I think, uh, I think we will, I think uh, this will help us better be prepared for the, for the uh, non-conference play. Yeah. How excited are you now to take what you experienced tonight and turn it into a Thursday night game at Cal State Fullerton here next week? Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you come off a, you know, a, a game where you feel maybe you weren't at your best and, and you didn't have everything running like you want wanted to it's you're really anxious to get back on the field again and we'll see how resilient the team is I I think I think the girls will be hungry and and be ready to go on Thursday night all right Jen thank you for the time and uh, we will see you back at the hotel shortly okay thanks all right that's Jennifer Rockwood and that will do it for tonight's coverage of BYU women's soccer here on the BYU Sports Network the new skin BYU Sports Network our appreciation to Jen joining us here post-match back at BYU radio our thanks grow to our control board operator Adam Woodall our coordinating producer Terry South. Shiler Johnson was our broadcast intern tonight and our engineer Barry Squires. Thanks to the crew back at BYU Broadcasting. Of course, my appreciation goes to my broadcast partner, Rachel Manning-Jorgensen. So for Rachel and for head coach Jennifer Rockwood, I am Greg Rubel telling you once again our final score is North Carolina 2 and BYU 0 from Dorrance Field here in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Back with you from Cal State Fullerton Thursday, 8 o'clock Mountain Time for BYU and Cal State Fullerton in the Cougs 2022 regular season opener. So, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's match has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Also by Wilner and O'Reilly. Immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. And by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you.
BYU Women's Soccer is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkeek, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director of Corporate Sponsorships, Casey Stoffer. BYU Women's Soccer is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.